0: Sorry, really late, boys. Up one, nothing though. I've been watching. We'll be watching tonight. Let's go. What's up? We're back. It's Corrado. It's talking BS. Really sorry about the long layoff. Um, had a wedding all weekend. It was wild. Uh, I started a new job this week that's why it's i'm just getting to the game 1 recap 2 hours before game 2 it's always been my style since i was born just wait to the very last minute um so yeah i mean huge win obviously i mean you everybody's already talked about it to death the last few days i'm a little late but uh, i just want to make some quick give you guys some of my quick points uh, about the first game and the repercussions and all that stuff that should be coming tonight. Um so my main takeaway um was that the rust was real. Um the the Bruins very sluggish first period. Lots of points during the lots of points during the game where they had some questionable uh some questionable play, but all in all, very ballsy. Um, Marcus Johansson was the best player in my opinion. Um, he played great all night. Was finding pockets in the in the offensive zone. Just seemed like he was faster and kind of knew how to navigate his way around these Blues. Um, these Blues big guys, the big defensemen that the Blues have. Uh, that we talked about. God, what seems like ages ago in the last podcast. Um. Of course the first line started slow that's kind of that was obviously expected. Um they need to clean up the turnovers tonight. Cassidy was brilliant. Cassidy putting the Corrales fourth line out there. I I actually want to get to Cassidy's post game stuff. Uh, I'm going to go back and forth a little bit. Cassidy post game about the fourth line was just unbelievable. Um he was it was very telling. I love Bruce Cat. He is so candid with the media, but also at the same time doesn't really throw his guys under the bus to me anyway. I mean, maybe to some maybe to some people it seems like he throws his guys under the bus from time to time. but he's almost brutally honest to the media and he said something to the effect of uh, where was it, where was it? I have the quote up here somewhere or not exactly the quote but the like a pair a, a paraphrase of it um yeah so in order to get the Shen line away from the Bergeron line he uses Corrali Corrali's line and he was like yeah we we saw that matchup it wasn't working out um Corrali's line we've played them against really good lines the whole year um and we're confident and in him and his guys, um, that was very telling to me because they, and it's, it's telling even in Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals when he has those guys out there, when he has the Corrales and the Nordstroms, um, the Heinens, all these guys, um, you know, it's just very refreshing to be like, you know, and, and you would think that the first line. Uh, would would you know? Kind of take offense to be like, no, this is the big stage. Like they're gonna actually introduce us tonight. Like we're gonna, you know, the crowd's gonna be going nuts. And Bruce was like, eh, eh, nope. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're starting the fourth line against the first line, um, like they do. And they played great. All night. it's unbelievable this run of secondary scoring. This run isn't possible without this whole team. That's why this—that's why this run right now feels so good. Because every single guy from the goalie out is contributing and has been contributing since since game one against against Toronto. Everybody's needed to step up. Um, even substitute guys like Cl- where did Clifton come from? Unbelievable! Absolutely unbelievable! If you go back and listen to the first or second episode of this podcast. It's very much in its infancy still, but I, was, I hated Clifton. I hated him. He's an AHL player at best. He was getting knocked on his ass in the first and second rounds. He couldn't keep his feet. He was tripping over, the blue, over both blue lines, um, couldn't really get out of his way, and now he's skating with purpose. He's jumping in when he needs to jump in. Um, he's taking hits uh, much better. Uh, moving the puck he's not just getting hit and getting fucking yard sailed and getting just blown up and turning the puck over he's moving it uh even when he does take those big hits and that's been very very big um what else did I want to get to um we can get to the goalies now the goalies not, we I've been talking about Tuka Rask this entire again not to not to keep rehashing old episodes this this whole Series. This whole podcast has been very too Rask heavy. Um, I'm not going to touch on him that much because you know what? The Blues didn't touch on him much. <laughs> they only had 20 shots on goal, um, and the two goals that went in were absolutely not his fault. were terrible. were either terrible turnovers by the Bruins, <coughs> Pasternak, first line, <laughs> and the the other one was a, a d- defensive lapse. was They couldn't clear the puck. There was three, four, five shot, three, four, five shots at him. That hasn't happened for most of the playoffs. He's been so good because of his rebound control and the defenseman cleaning up right around him. Um, that fr- that first goal right there in the slot um, by she- was it Shen or Schwartz? Which one? Which one scored first? Sorry about that. Had a little computer difficulty there. It was Shen who scored the first goal. Um, but again, not Ras' fault at all. Um, he he was he wasn't a factor. He just wasn't a factor. Um, I think he's gonna need to be, but it's fine if he's not. <laughs> I mean, if if the Blues are only gonna get twenty shots a night um, on him, and he's and he's not a complete puddle, and he doesn't let five or six in. I mean, it's kind of what you want, right? Isn't it's the whole. The best defense is a good offense type deal, um, you know. If the if if you're playing 200 feet, the more you play 200 feet away from your goalie, the better off you're gonna be. I know it's a big, <laughs> it's a it's a big breakthrough I just made in hockey. I'm sure uh, I'm sure my phone will be ringing off the hook for for uh, minor league coaching jobs, um, which I'm super excited to turn down. Um, it's been this long in, and we haven't talked about the Krug hit yet. The Krug hit was absolutely remarkable. Perron, that little rat re- You know what? That That's another thing. That's another thing. Before we get into the Krug hit, this St. Louis team feels like the 2011 Vancouver Canucks, where we came in, and it was kind of a, eh, like a eh, rivalry. Nothing really there. And fucking game one, game one is just villains, bro. Game one... Y- it went zero to a hundred just as fast for me for this Blues team as it did against Vancouver in 2011. I fucking hate this team. I hate them. Fucking Perron. I don't like Schwartz. I don't like fucking what. What's the other guy's name? The, uh, the 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 real asshole. The the other defenseman. Um, I'm fucking drawing a blank on his name. pentrangelo asshole. Um, his, his fucking little buddy, the big guy, Edmondson, that's his name, I I was so upset, I just, I, I was seeing black there, I couldn't read my computer, um, yeah, those guys are assholes, cross-checking, cross, just cross-checking from behind, Edmondson, when he hits Bacchus in the teeth and throws his hands up, like, like, like crying wolf and shit, like, forget that, dude, you cross-check the guy right in his fucking beak, dude, go to the box, you asshole, Um, but anyways, back to the Krug hit, uh, absolutely phenomenal, Perron's fucking bullying him, little brothering him pretty much, giving him noogies, taking his helmet off, um, and Krug gets up to go take a number, Perron skates off like a little bitch, and he leaves, and he leaves, uh, little, little Robbie Thomas out to, out to fucking dry, out to fucking suit his smooth or whatever the fuck Rob Thomas does, um, yeah, yeah. He was he was reached for comments saying uh, about the hit it was just like the ocean under the moon and it's the same as the emotion that I get from Krug so that was nice of him um, that was nice of him to pay a little tribute like that uh, to Krug after the game which he's knocked out for apparently apparently Rob Thomas um, he's going on he's going on tour with Santana. I think it's the twenty year anniversary, so yeah, he's not playing he's not playing tonight for the St. Louis Blues. He's actually gonna be uh playing with Santana, I heard. Uh I think it's in the South End. I think in the South End tonight they're gonna play a blues bar. <laughs> Get at a blues bar. <laughs> oh fuck, what am I doing? What the fuck am I even doing with this fucking podcast? Um But yeah, Rob Thomas <laughs> <laughs> the rookie winger, the 19-year-old, <laughs> not the not the singer. He's uh, he's out tonight. The coach uh, Baruby doesn't think it's gonna be um, it's gonna be for long, and he also said it wasn't from the Krug hit. Yeah, okay, buddy. It was for sure from the Krug hit. All right. Like Charlie Sheen says in Eight Men Out. Listen, fellows. Might be dumb, but I'm not stupid. Okay. Just rem- just remember that, please, please remember that. Hockey fans are dumb; they're not stupid. Um, what else did I want to get to? Um, man, I just ke- the secondary goal scoring is just unbelievable. <laughs> I keep looking at my; it's just they could they they could they could all they can all do it. They can all score, and it's just such a breath of fresh air. From last year, I I bring it up a lot, and it's because it's fucking important. This secondary scoring that we're getting, the fact that the quote-unquote from last year, the perfection line, doesn't have to be perfection, and you can still win games, and not just win regular season Get they're helping winning, and not even helping winning, they're leading this Boston Bruins team to huge, huge Stanley Cup playoff wins. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Incredible. Um, as far as tonight goes, I'm looking for the type of response that I was looking for from um, from the Blue Jackets. The same sort of type of response from Carolina at points, even though they never really sustained it for a whole game. They did throw waves at the Bruins. I'm expecting a tidal wave of forechecking in offense from the St. Louis team uh, t- tonight especially in the first period. Um, if the Bruins go down one nothing again in the first period and they weather the sto- and when they weather the storm, I think they're fine. Um, that was where the Blues really needed to get off the other night. They really needed to like shock they needed to shock the Bruins like they needed a couple two three early ones um, to really take the air out of that building. Um, the air was already kind of out of it too. the Bruins did that one all by themselves those fucking the 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 yuppievilles, uh the 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 yuppies from fucking Newton, Wellesley friggin Weston all that yeah they're they're taking the treks in now because they're the only ones that have the fifteen hundred dollars to sit uh you know seven rows back in the fucking three hundreds um the the t- ticket prices are outrageous and it reflects in the in the the product and the noise factor, and the the gusto factor—I guess you could say—of the fans in the building, because they they're clueless. When they went down one zero there, and they're sitting down, like that, like that's—you could hear you could hear the players talking. I remember I I wrote it down in the notes. I wrote it down in my little fucking in my little notepad. We can hear the players talking to each other and calling for passes in a Stanley Cup playoff game the Stanley Cup it's for the championship and, and there's people sitting down they're eating popcorn they're texting fucking checking their Charles Swab accounts and shit fucking yuppie douchebags get the fuck out of here um, that being said once we did get a goal on the board um, after going down 2-0 it was it, they did come back a bit um, so good job being front runners yuppie douchebags way to go way to stand by your team um what else did I wanted to get to? We got to the Krug hit. We got to the fourth line. Um who else? We got to the secondary scoring Johansson. I also just heard this a little while ago. Apparently uh Bennington got a little rattled. Um at well, obviously he got a little rattled, he let up four goals. Um Well, he let up three and then the empty netter. But apparently in that empty netter situation, um, after it was four-two, after Marshawn got his, apparently they put him back in just for the face-off, and the the whole bench, the St. Louis Blues bench was yelling at him to get off because there was still plenty of time left. There was still plenty of time left in that third period, um, with um, with with an empty net. You you could score two. I mean especially in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Blackhawks scored two goals in, what was it, a minute 37 or a minute 27 to, to beat us in our building to win the Cup? Um, you know, there's a minute and change left. You you can score two goals, uh, it, but apparently he was zoned out. He wasn't paying attention to the to the bench, so he he was on the ice for an extra 25, 30 seconds. And that's forever when you're trying to get two goals at the end of a game. Um So he was he was clearly rattled. Um, He was physically upset after uh, the second and third goals by the by the Bruins. Uh, I don't know if it was with himself, if it was was with his defensemen, if it was a combination of both, um, which I'm sure it was. But I mean, bright lights, kid. It's bright lights. You're a rook. Uh, You're up and coming, but let's. You're 0 for 1. You're 0 for 1 on on showing poise and in character in, in Stanley Cup playoff games. Let's see. Uh, I want to see how this kid bounces back tonight. And I want to see if Tuca, um, if he gets engaged tonight, if he can sustain it, if he can sustain his high level of play that he's had throughout this whole this whole postseason run. Um, I'm going to shorten it up a little bit because I want to get this out. I want to get this out to you guys so you can listen to it before um, before the game tonight. So, I don't want to. I don't want to promise the next podcast. I'm gonna, probably gonna be pretty wishy washy on them um, for the next couple weeks because I got I got a new job, new schedule. Um, I need to figure out when I can have time to do this and type up my notes and shit. Um, so we'll see about that. Um, but I I'll definitely do one. There'll definitely be another one before Game Three definitely, I don't know when, it, shit, it might drop in the middle of the fucking night one of these nights, I have no idea, might drop at zero dark thirty, I have no clue, um, but yeah, thanks for listening, uh, obviously, very obviously go Bruins, um, I feel, I feel confident again tonight, just because the, the, the rust is over, the, the Blues chance to sneak up on us and steal one, I think is over, um, um, the goalie is gonna have to steal one for them now. If they want any game stolen in this series, the it's it's not up they can't just slide in and do it while the Bruins are tired or rusty or whatever because that's gone now. They they lost the element of surprise. So um Yeah, I think I, I'm I'm confident about tonight. I can't really call it either way because the Bruins are getting the kitchen sink tonight. They're getting every single Ounce from the blues tonight of effort. Um and I'll be sh- I'll be shocked if I don't. If the if the Bruins get out to a lead tonight, an early lead, I'll be shocked. Absolutely shocked. Um I think they're going to have to weather a storm and I think they can because they've been doing it. Well what did Bru- what did Bruce Cassidy say? <laughs> the, la- the 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 last um series, we we like to think we are the storm. So um All right, thanks for listening. The Twitter is at talking bs1 and the Instagram is at underscore talking bs. Um, leave me some comments, uh, direct message me, whatever. Share this shit. Um, let people know. Get the word out. Um, the, it's getting a little buzz on Spotify. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I appreciate it. And go bees.